It's Friday night, let the weekend start Join Lizzie and Rob, ripping rom-coms apart Curl up on the sofa, pour a glass of white Get your popcorn, it's Girly Movie Night and welcome back to Girly Movie Night. Each week we pick a girly movie to watch and then we come on here to discuss it in extreme detail. We discuss the great things like the amazing characters and iconic lines, but also the bad things like plot holes, problematic themes, and the things that just don't make sense. And we have loads of trivia along the way. As always, I'm your host, Lizzie. And me, Rob. <laughs> and today we had a listener pick. Um, so we're talking about the 2018 girly horror thriller movie called The Perfection. Um, if you like what you hear, don't forget to give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening and also check out our Instagram at Girly Movie Night. Um, so normally we have like a little movie summary before we jump in. Um, as always as well, like we're going to be talking complete spoilers here. So if you haven't seen it, we are about to ruin it for you. It's four but- years old. It's four years old, but I'd never heard of this before. So there might be a few people who haven't heard it of it just okay, yet. But- I'll let it slide. <laughs> But I mean, I don't really know how to summarize this movie because it's so- <laughs> uh, crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like we have Charlotte and we have Lizzie. They're two talented musical prodigies, and the Netflix description will tell you it's about like a musical rivalry. Yeah, but it's not it's about not. that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of is, but then it's really not, and it's about something wildly, completely different. Um. Like at the start, we see them kind of getting close. And I was like, I thought they're supposed to hate each other. And then boom, one of them gets her arm cut off. And I'm it like, does, okay. It does kind of like, it It kind of lays it out where you think, oh, they, they're going to hate each other. But they love each other. It's weird. Like it's, yeah. it's that over lovingness. And it's like, no, you're a fucking weirdo. I did not know what to expect with this movie. I knew it was going to be dark, but it was not what I thought it was going to be. I was like, okay. I take it really, I take it really takes a turn when they're like judging this thing as she turns around and says, that makes me wet. And you're like, okay, this is going places I didn't think it was going to go. Exactly. Right. I was like, okay, so they're into each other. Like this Mm. is going somewhere. But then. I mean, look, we're going to go through it. We're going to dive into this because there's a lot to unpack. Did you spot the precursor to COVID? I was like, oh my God. I did. I had to check the year that this came out because I was like, oh my God, is this like 2021 or something? And I was like, no, it's 2018, pre-COVID. And the border of China or whatever she said, like down south or something. Interesting. Yeah, I was like, okay. Um, a lots of it, lots of interesting things went on, but I'd never seen it before. But I know Rob, you had, and I know it was Shane's pick. So, yeah. what do you think about this movie? What are your thoughts? It's fucking bonkers, and it's it's so crazy. But it's one of those weird, like artsy movies or whatever that mm-hmm. you know. It it's like, oh, you watch it for you know those like you know these like stupid sayings where it's like oh you you watch it for what it doesn't show you and all this kind of like bullshit that makes you just like into some like movie snob or something and you're like the best thing I've ever seen and it's like what it doesn't say exactly you know and you come out with all these remarks but like (laughs) it's so fucking bizarre like but you can't not love it because it's just fucking weird It's so weird, but it's really clever in the yeah. way that it leads you it, into twists and turns. All, like it's all over the place in a good way, because yeah. like for me, I'd never seen it before. Obviously, the first time I'd seen it was for this purpose. And 
I read the description. I knew it was two rival music prodigies. I met Charlotte. There's all these things about Charlotte being a bit weird. So I was it's like, kind of okay, good though. Crazy. Like it is kind of good where it doesn't give anything away. Like the, no, the everything car- cards is are held away. close to the chest. Yeah, and, and nothing. Like, We're not told what? anything. No. Yeah, it's it's very very clever. So, but then but I was kind of waiting for them to be become rivals. I suppose. Like I thought that that's where it was going in the beginning. Like Charlotte kind of meets Lizzie and. Like, you know, she's a bit like, okay, I was like, okay, they're obviously going to be, you know, mm. pulling pranks or doing, sabotaging each other in weird ways oh, or yeah, whatever absolutely. like that. But then I was like, but then they kind of became friends. And then I was like, okay, <laughs> this is getting interesting. <laughs> and I love, like, it fucks with your own mind and you're like, whoa, 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 hold on a second. It's, and it's like zero to a hundred in like a second. And then it's like, it's okay, go, 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 go back. Yeah. I'd do it again. I was like, what? Yeah. And then, you know, obviously they're, they're traveling and like, it's, it's real, like it purposely decepts you. Okay. Oh yeah. You're like halfway like the through whole and you're thing. like, this is going one way. And then it's like, no, 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 completely nah, nah. wrong. It's going the other. <laughs> like the whole thing, like your man getting sick. Okay. In the lobby of the, the concert in Shanghai. Did she and poison him? I don't think I don't know because they start saying I don't I don't know but she started saying like oh and maybe it's that thing about the virus it's like oh yeah it's a virus and then obviously when Lizzie starts getting sick on a bus everyone's like oh you're thinking obviously she has this virus right and they give her a mask yeah they give her a mask I was like oh my god this is so because they're like like, COVID-19 they're not they're not scared about you they're scared about what you have like they're scared for themselves or something yeah I was like oh wow what a foreshadow like that's exactly what COVID is so maybe um, everyone should have watched this movie first (laughs) yeah like but I think like they showed you your man getting sick so that you would think that it's Mm. her it's a virus that she has because they're in China and she, they've been traveling around and she kept like, they made a note of being like, oh, we're staying in like, you know, kind of run down places. We're not doing anything first class, blah, blah, blah. So you're kind of like, okay, well, you know, and she's eating in these like kind of weird places. I don't know. Like she's not like an upscale restaurant. Like she's like an on the street kind of cafe. Yeah. So it kind of seems like you're led to believe like, oh, she does have this virus and she is puking maggots. And now she is seeing like oh my god the graphics in this movie were actually horrible like there's a lot of arm bits i don't like yeah do you know what though like because obviously we're gonna get to the point but it's like this movie does like cover institutional rape and maybe that's like something people might not want to listen to so we'll like make a little mention of it before oh yeah that's that's (laughs) a good point this movie does get dark, but this movie gets dark in a way that none of the other previous 30 movies have gotten dark. Like no. this takes, this is like child abuse. This is yeah. rape. Let's just emphasize, it's, Shane picked this yeah. movie. Shane picked the this movie. This was a listener pick. <laughs> this was recommended to us. <laughs> like I couldn't, I actually can't believe how dark season four is of girly movie night because like yeah, there's two girly movies. I know we've got thrillers. This has been like such a departure, but you know, this is as we said, we're covering like Netflix affiliated Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. Netflix Netflix produced or whatever. Um, so it's kind of good that we've thrown in like these random bits and bobs. Oh, um, I do have something to say actually. Randomly, there is another podcast called 
I, I was listening, I was listening, I've gone to the gym during day. So mm-hmm. I was listening and there's another podcast called I Saw What You Did, which is another movie review podcast. And the other week, like two weeks ago, they'd done 13 going on 30. And I was like, oh my God, we've already done that. Thieves, uh-huh. thieves, plagiarism. Absolute thieves. <laughs> so just randomly throwing that out there. Anyway. We basically but, own that movie, so. We own it. We <laughs> trademarked that movie. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was all I wanted to say. <laughs> okay, great. Hello. Great input. <laughs> no, I have input. heard of that podcast. They are actually really good. I really do like that podcast. Um, so yeah, little mini shout out to them for the crack. <laughs> <laughs> but we done it um, first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gertie Movie and I did it first. So exactly. Um, but um, I suppose right. like, a few little notes, okay, because yeah. I'm gonna get we're gonna get into this, we're gonna get quite dark, as Rob said. Warning, trigger warning, blah 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 blah. We are going down some child abuse routes here with this mm-hmm. plot because it gets fucking dark. But anyway, um, but a few you know, nice things first, just some notes on the cast, okay. A couple of things because the whole cast is really recognizable. Um, the music is nice though, just saying. The music is good, yeah. But yeah. I mean, something about classical music can often seem creepy. Haunting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but it is. But like the music, the girls playing together is actually really good. Um, yeah. But it's all fake. So uh, they're well, not I actually shallow prodigies. <laughs> she she is playing with no arms. So like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I don't think she'd be that good. <laughs> Yeah, but neither of them are, um, you know, these magical musical prodigies. But um, you wouldn't really know that, though. I think the way that it's done is is really yeah, nice. It looks like really good. I think, yeah, it looks really really good. Um, so I suppose look just for the two main girls, okay? Because we honestly could talk about this cast for ages. So it's a lot, a lot of big names in this. Um, but Charlotte first, okay? She was played by Alison Williams, who was Marnie in Girls. She was in the movie Get Out. Do you know that thriller? Yes. She was uh, Rose in that, the daughter. Um, and she was in a few smaller parts here and there. She was an episode in an episode of The Simpsons and, you know, a couple of like mm. random things. But <clears throat> she at the moment now, she's actually finished um, doing another creepy horror movie called Megan about a doll that comes to life. And that is due to come out in January of 23. So um, oh, wow. I'm a bit interested because I quite like this actress. I think she played this part really, really well. She, so. Yeah. She, you know, she seems like uh, the type of actress though that would always be in these kind of like weird, thrillery, horrorish, yep, yep, mind-bending has, movies. Yeah. yeah, she's good at it though. She looks mm. a bit like Emma Watson. Like it's some of her angles. Like I'm getting very Emma Watson vibes from her. So, like I know this sounds like like really a dark stupid. Emma Watson. <laughs> she is, but like I know this sounds really stupid because obviously she's acting. But the part when it's, uh, I, we're going to cover it anyway, but the part where it's shown where Lizzie's chopping her arm off. And, but yes. prior to this, prior to her like doing it, and it's like, we know then that it's not real. But it's like, this sounds so ridiculous. But when you're watching it back and it's the part where like, we know that she's like fucking with her. But like yeah. she's playing it off so well with like the reactions of being like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? And it's like, even though she's doing this and there is nothing really happening because it's all acting, it's all fake. Yeah. But it's like she played, she was an she was an actor in acting. Acting. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, you I know, know what I mean? mean? It was yeah. like yeah. like a dream within a dream, kind of like that's what I'm yeah. kind of trying to say. And like, like she's like double acting in a way. Yeah, she played she's an actor really well. Character. Yeah. yeah, but it's like she's she's playing the character 
who is, is pretending. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It's really like that kind of thing can be can be really tough to play off because like she's technically kind of playing like two versions of the same character. Mm. Like there's the one that we see in the first version where she's super in love and she's trying to, you know, help and care for Lizzie. And then this other version where she is sort of the reason behind all of this, but she's aware of both versions. You know what I mean? So like, it's sort of like in the other one, obviously it's all the same stuff, but in her like yelling at her being like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing there. But at the start, we don't know that, but she knows that. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's, it's like kind of double acting in, in this kind of way. It's like, she has to like, she doubly knows there's nothing there, but has yeah, to like, like double it's, act that part. And yeah, it's kind of it's, like, it is mm. interesting. Yeah, it, it is interesting to sort of think of it like that. But she does a really good job throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Um, and as well, the other leading lady, Logan Browning, who played Lizzie, um, she's in a couple of different things as well before this. And she's in a few TV shows. She's in a show called Dear White People um, and Hit the Floor. But most notable for me, okay, is that she played Sasha in the Bratz movie in 2007. (laughs) (laughs) And before that as well, in 2005 and 2006, there was a Nickelodeon TV show called Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Did you ever watch that? Yes. She played a pretty popular girl called Vanessa, who was like a crush of um, a kid in it, a super nerdy kid called Cookie. Um. And she was in that. That's kind of where she started off in Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide on Nickelodeon. And here she is now chopping her hand off in the profession. Is the tall girl from that show the girl that played Paige and Pretty Little Lars? Yes, that's Lindsay Shaw. Yeah, yeah, I fucking hate her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I hate Paige. I fucking hate Paige. Yeah, I don't like Paige either. I don't know what it is. No one likes Paige. Paige. (laughs) Hate her. And she looks like a box. I just think, what? I don't know what it is about Paige. (laughs) Anyway, this is not about Pretty Little Liars. But yeah, (laughs) side note, they were both together and played side by side in Ned's Cast Boys because Survivor God. So there you go. That's where they started. Um, But I mean, look, there's, I could go on about the cast, but we'll leave it at the two main girls. But everybody else in this is really, really notable. Um, Like Anton is played by Stephen Weber. Paloma is also another big name. Even every everyone, even down to the opening scenes where the mom is dead and the two aunts are talking in the doorway. Mm. Those two aunts are massively famous actresses. Like they've all been in things like Smallville and Supernatural. And like they're all in kind of like, I don't know, interesting sort of lineups behind them. So like nobody is like, new to the world. Do you think they're a part of, is it Nexium? Smallville? Remember? Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's unlikely, but uh, I mean, who knows? Um, a few of them actually were in Smallville. So um, it's interesting. A lot of them seem to have more experience in TV shows rather than movies, um, which is a shame. I mean, not a shame, but like it can sort of like box you off as like an actor. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> but in this, you know, I think they've absolutely shown even like, the... that been, they're well able. Yeah, even the two guys, uh, like the two older men that are in the like home thing. Yeah, I, I can't remember their names. What's like, the point t- of them? Teachers, but they look really familiar as well. So maybe they must yeah. be in like a good few TV shows or whatever. They are, yeah. Especially yeah, the one with the glasses. The one with the glasses, yeah, is definitely recognizable. Yeah, they both are. They're both um, really, really familiar, and they are in. They're in loads of TV shows. They're all over the place. You've definitely seen them loads of times mm. before. Um, particularly in more, in more TV shows. But I suppose it just goes to show that like they're all really talented actors and actresses. I suppose just give them a good movie and like, you know, they can absolutely. Yeah, they'll so, shine. 
yeah so um the girls in particular i think did really really well but this is i mean look after i watched this movie i was i I actually was a bit taken aback by this (laughs) were you like what the fuck (laughs) i mean i really liked it but i liked it because i didn't know what was going on like i liked the fact that i was it was weird like it was all over the place and it kept going back and being like oh this is why this is what actually happened you know and then Anton turns out to be a pedophile and the whole thing's about him in the end and it's like it's insane like I didn't expect any of that like do you know what I mean it's it's all it's crazy it's also one of those things where uh like so commonly like the name of the movie has nothing to do with the movie or whatever but the perfection is actually a thing it's a a thing in the movie like they talk about it you know so it's not just yeah you know about them being great players it's about them being systematically it fucking institutionally raped yeah yeah <laughs> institutionally abused basically and mm. um, what what i thought was when it was called the perfection and i knew it was about these two musical girls i thought that you know trying to be perfect was going to drive them crazy or something like that like black but swan like, or something kind of thing yeah exactly yeah but not at all no this but was then, more along like, the lines of like human centipede Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's 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 <laughs> fucked up. Like it's it's a weird, weird movie, but it makes sense. I mean, like the things that like when like like it just brought me down so many weird like mental like alleyways. I was like on a complete journey. Nothing could have prepared me for the journey that I went on during this movie. Like it was <laughs> I was it was insane. But another thing that um I was I noticed very early on in the opening credits that it was a Miramax movie. And my first thought when I see Miramax is obviously Harvey Weinstein, who co-founded Miramax and how much we don't like him. Oh, yeah, that's his. Granted, he hadn't had anything to do with it in in years since, you know, the whole Mm. whatever. But what I was sort of thinking is I think there might be like another level to this movie. okay? because there's a lot of parallels between Harvey Weinstein and Anton in the way Mm. of like grooming these young girls and sort of promising them like big dreams and sort of, you know, essentially torturing them, but them thinking it's a good thing kind of thing. Yeah. And the way that he would manipulate actresses and sort of convince them like, Oh, sleep with me and I'll make you a queen or, you know what I mean? You'll be super famous and you know, all your dreams will come through and all that crap. But people started speaking up against or speaking up against Harry Weinstein in 2017. And this was a Miramax movie by his company in 2018. So I kind of wonder, is it a bit of a slap in the face in some ways Could to Harry be. Weinstein? And if it's not and it wasn't intentionally done, like just going from what you're saying now, you can see where somebody who would know this would think, mm. ah, that's a bit of a dig at him. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of obvious parallels to be made between Harvey Weinstein and Anton in the movie. So, and the timelines, the way it kind of lines up, I wonder, is there an actual sort of darker element to this that is actually a slap in the face to a rapist who founded the original film production company? So there you go. Um, bit Very, very dark, but it's already a very dark movie. So an extra layer of darkness. I don't think, well, I suppose he didn't really do it, but I don't think like actresses that were vying for his attention were chopping each other's hands off. But No, but I mean, it's a, granted, yeah, I don't Slight believe Slight exaggeration. Happened, but <laughs> 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 yeah, but I suppose I like the way it takes like sort of um, the 
competitiveness of sort of like the music industry as well um into consideration granted like nobody's chopping hands off but I mean people do in these big industries like actors and actresses like if they don't like someone like there's a whole lot of like rivalries and people undermining other people and and sabotaging interviews and all yeah. kinds of stuff that goes on and bitching about like, other people spreading rumors and stuff like that so the weird thing is it, it it is but it's not because like as you're watching it from the start you know they both say they respect each other and they both look up to each other and blah 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 and we're led to like from the beginning we're led to believe that oh they're actually getting on as friends and then they end up sleeping together which is just like from zero to 100 in like a second and you're like okay um but then like you know we go through the journey or whatever and like in the end it's like you think then that she was like pretending to like her to then fuck with her but it's like no, she did like her, then pretended to fuck with her to mm-hmm. save her, to like her. In the, it's all over yeah. the place. It's very, very messed up. But look, let's mm. let's just kind of talk through some of the yeah. main plot points of this because there's a lot to unpack. So um, first of all, it's weird from the beginning because we meet Charlotte. Charlotte's mother is dead. The mother is dead in the bed and Charlotte is just like sitting in a chair staring at her. And... I immediately thought that Charlotte had killed her. Okay. It would make you're supposed it seem to, like that. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to think that, I think. like I think we're supposed to think she's a bit fucked up anyway, because you do get that impression yeah. from her. And like the yeah. kind of the flashbacks and the kind of body swap of the younger her just sitting there screaming is a bit like, what the fuck? Yeah, and the way it sort of like jumps back with absolutely no context to like oh, her yeah. obviously in a mental uh asylum or a mental home of some kind yeah. she's getting her head shaved and she's like in like a straight jacket or something like that but we've no context to this oh so we get these flashes and we know okay so she obviously is a bit is a bit messed up her wrists are also all like slashed up yeah well. you do see that so that uh, um, spoilers <laughs> obviously then like it makes sense as we get in further to the movie that she's got Bar just obviously some mental health issues, but she's got trauma. Yeah. You know, it's it, yeah, it makes sense as we yeah. go further in. Yeah, but it well, really at that point, it doesn't lay anything. anything out. No, it, it yeah, it, like the first, it's a really slow burn. I think for maybe the first twenty minutes, like because it's just leading it up and kind of laying out what's happening, but mm-hmm. you don't even know where the movie's going to go. Like it. You know, you're the first 20 minutes in and you're they're at the fucking recital and you're going, okay, when does the rivalry mm-hmm. begin? And then it just goes bananas. Yeah, it gets it speeds up and it gets crazy. Mm. But in the first bit, I was led to believe that the mother is dead. She's like staring at her. There's a lot of like kind of images to indicate she's not all there in the head. Mm. She rushes off to Shanghai, and the first thing she does is try to get back. Uh, to her old teachers and she sees a picture of Elizabeth on like in Shanghai just like a big dramatic like picture of her and she looks at it a bit too long or or something like that so in my mind it was like okay this is gonna go she killed her mom so she could get like sort of get her gonna kill her yeah because she wants to be the star you know what I mean Mm. she's not the star anymore she's found out there's a new top girl so she had to get rid of her mom so she could pick back up from her old career right that's where I thought it was going it didn't go like that at all this is like bring it on on steroids with murder (laughs) I was like how (laughs) (laughs) 
don't remember like fucking hands being cut off and bring it on. <laughs> Nobody gets killed and bring it on. <laughs> it's like maybe okay, yeah, the rivalry, but there yeah. isn't. <laughs> They're also like lesbian lovers, so I don't think that's it. Bring it on. I mean, maybe there is. I don't know what went on behind the scenes and bring it on, but who knows. <laughs> The yeah. bottom line is it's not like bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bad comparison, but you get where I'm trying it's to like, go. Earlier on, you said, oh, it's like human centipede, and now it's like bring it on. <laughs> Pick one. Okay. That aspect is like bring it on. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> no, the I gore know. and fucked <laughs> up this is human centipede. <laughs> Since bring it on meets the human centipede. <laughs> Okay, so the human centipede is probably about right, actually. Dance routine. (laughs) Okay, let's do that flip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, the darkness of this is unbelievable. But that's like I thought it was going to be dark, but like predictably dark in a way. And everything I thought was obviously wrong, Um, because you know she goes, she meets the girl, she meets Lizzie, she meets her old mentors again, and Paloma, the wife. And they're both judging some contest or something like that. Um, and that's great. They they meet each other. And then in my notes, I was like, okay, so they're getting on really well. I was like, when are they going to be rivals? How is this going to play out here? So I was like, obviously, someone's pretending to like each other or whatever. And then, like, okay, then they're sitting together. The whole parents thing is weird. Like, where they're gossiping about the kid and the parents, like, they're having an affair. And it's a, it just like, has an extra she... bit of weird. Yeah, but I'm like, how does she know that? She just said she was watching. Like, she's just observant or whatever she said. Like, oh, I noticed it the last time I was here or something like that. And I was like, okay. And then she says the thing to charlotte about like oh that makes me wet or something like that whatever she says and in my notes i literally wrote down okay so is this like a lesbian movie because i think lizzie's a bit flirty with charlotte and then (laughs) and then suddenly it's like i mean 60 seconds later everybody it's a lesbian movie (laughs) yeah it's uh it's definitely um has i wouldn't say it i was gonna say lesbian undertones but it's like it's not even undertones it's like you know it's very blatant but you don't but you don't see anything there's there's no nudity and there's no no you see some skin there's maybe a boob yeah, like, a bit side boob here and there, but there's nothing. Yeah, nothing too. It's nothing graphic. too graphic. No, it's no. it's fine. It's fine. Um, but I kind of thought that Lizzie was a bit like mischievous. Um, especially when your man starts getting sick, I was like, oh, someone's poisoned him, right? Like, you I know, thought obviously. when you're watching it, I thought the guy that was poisoned was then mm-hmm. like the affair guy, the guy that's having the affair, and the other husband like poisoned him, and I was like, oh, but then it's like, no, he has a virus, yeah. and like. COVID. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought like, because I think it was the husband of like, so you know the way the wife is having the affair, Mm. but it's her husband, like not her bit on the side because the one in the side had gray slacks because I remember pointing it out. That's what I thought it was. That's what I thought was Oh yeah, it's not that. Ooh, juicy. But that whole bit is only put in to make us think that Lizzie has a virus later on. Or also to make her think that she has a virus. But, but maybe there is no virus. I don't know. Either way, she doesn't have it. But it's very deceptive. Um, but anyway, the two girls who were supposed to be rivals are now 
super cute together. But at this point, I was like really rooting for them. I was like, I love you guys together. Yeah. And then they're going traveling. Yeah. I was like, they're going traveling together. Like, this is a great movie. (laughs) The little buses, random towns. Like, they're going to love it. Yeah. I was like, this is such a cute journey for you guys. I'm so happy for you both. And then two seconds later, Lizzie's really hungover. I'm in my vi- in my virus in my notes. I'm like, I bet it's the virus. Um, and I was like, oh, Lizzie's literally gonna die, right? And then I was like, but how can they be rivals then if Lizzie dies fucking twenty minutes into the movie? I was like, what? <laughs> what are they doing here? I, I had no the idea. Rivalry what's going. Is, the rivalry is who can die first. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. And then, so Lizzie, obviously, she gets really sick. Um, Charlotte gives her pills, gives her ibuprofens, and they knock it down with alcohol. And she's like, we're on vacation, whatever, whatever. And then she, they're on a bus. She's shitting on the street. She's shitting herself on the bus. She's puking on the street. I was like, I feel so bad for her. Like, I was like, this is so awful. Yeah. <laughs> It's oh, shit. I'm like, oh, that's terrible. And like, oh yeah, I was like, this is so bad. And then, like, Charlotte like, was like, and she did shit herself though. Charlotte was like cleaning her legs. Yeah, so I would assume that's what happened. But, but no, you see her, she squats on the side of the road, and you see there is a little bit of poo on the side of the road. But mm. she is cleaning her because I think she must have like pissed and shit herself as she was getting off the bus because the bus yeah, driver was like, so pouring oil to just set fire yeah <laughs> i thought he was gonna set the bus on fire <laughs> it's like well it's ruined now <laughs> actually what i thought he was doing i know because when it's i see like, it, it's I like a like, canister i was like yeah. wow I was, I, was looking at it, I was like it's not gonna tell people to get off like he's throwing like <laughs> gas all over the place <laughs> he's burning these people alive like nobody gonna do anything was, do you know what was nice though and it's kind of like you never see this in movies because it's like the little details that they don't see it's like when they are getting kicked off the bus and people are like giving them towels and bottles of water and you yeah. know oh here's this and that where like usually in movies like they all just stand there and watch them die on the side of the road yeah but like in this they're all really like helpful like and people yeah. are asking and oh I'll ring blah 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 and oh there's a hospital here where usually it's like no you fucked you know what I mean yeah yeah and that's interesting because do you remember like another shitting on the street scene in Bridesmaids (laughs) yeah Um, they all just stood there like every well everyone stood there but like there's like cars like beeping at her and Mm. trying to go around her and she's like she's shitting on the street in a wedding dress like she's obviously going through something there's obviously something wrong here it's clearly not an ideal situation (laughs) (laughs) but like nobody's helping or nobody is like oh god are you okay or whatever like everyone like she's just like people she's just like telling people to go around Mm. her people are beeping at her and like whatever whereas like in this situation like one is obviously people are, sick sympathetic. And people are helping. Yeah. People are giving yeah. her water, giving them towels. The man on the bus who speaks English is like trying to tell her where the hospital is. And they're like, look, the, the bus driver is going to, he's going to leave you here. You know what I mean? The bus driver's like fucking freaking out, burning the like, whole bus down. shit all over the bus. <laughs> so you got to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, she does start acting really weird. Like, well, she starts yeah. like vomiting on in the bus and then Smashing she starts her like banging her head. Window. Yeah. So he's like, look, you got to go. So he you ditches know, them in the middle of nowhere. You know, before they even get on the bus and uh, Charlotte says, Lizzie, it's like, oh, maybe we'll get some food and we'll go. It'll make you feel better. And I'm like, OK, 
food get something easy it's like they go to I don't yeah. even know where and what she's eating it looks like fucking brains blended yeah, onto it yeah I was like it was awful I was looking at it being like better a McDonald's or something yeah I'm like is that what she spewed up or <laughs> is that meant to go down it looked oh. fucking awful it was horrific yeah yeah that that was awful I was like that's shit hangover it's all like like it's all like gray and sludgy it's like guts (laughs) it was horrible yeah that was really really gross but anyway like she ends up puking up maggots now on the bus and it's the worst bus journey in the world they're forced off they're abandoned on the side of the road Mm. um and then Lizzie really starts freaking out she's throwing up she's getting sick more spiders and she sees like things crawling in her arm and then all yeah. the bugs come through her skin and like yeah, burrow. And this was a really ugh. hard scene to watch. Like it was really uncomfortable. Hmm. And then and she's losing her, her arm is covered. Yeah, she's losing her mind. And then Charlotte says, you know what you need to do? And hands her a fucking meat cleaver. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I yeah. know, right? And Grabs she just, it. yeah, Slap. and just hacks Straight her hand off. Straight now- through. The first fucking twist that you're like, whoa, 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 what? Oh, hang on. Although she just cuts her hand off. She doesn't actually cut. Like, yeah, she does arm. it from like the wrist on. Yeah. Yeah, but the bugs were like in her arm, in her mind. But, you know, but Charlotte kept saying to her, she's like, they're on your hand. It's on your hand. You need to like get them off your hand. Yeah, but she went from the wrist. She didn't go from the elbow. So she still but, has experiment. Remember arm. though, so obviously it's fake. So mm-hmm. Charlotte only wants her to lose the hand, I guess. And it's like, they're on your hand. She doesn't think that Lizzie in her mind is seeing them from like her elbow up. Oh, yeah. She doesn't really know what Lizzie's seeing. Well, she's yeah. kind of guiding Lizzie. In what she she's is guiding seeing. it because she does the whole thing. Like when they're getting on the bus of like patting her back and being like, oh, it's yeah. a bug. It's a bug. You know? And she's the one that says, OK, so we're going to back up a little bit because we're not yep. making any sense. Um, but it's now it reverses. We go back it goes, like 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, and we go back. And it's this is sort of where it starts to make sense. But up to that point, I was like, oh, damn. she. Yeah. This is all a plan by Charlotte. Like, she's jealous. She wants revenge. So to get revenge on Lizzie, she's got Lizzie now to cut off her hand. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is obviously what's going on. Because we find out that Lizzie didn't give her ibuprofen. Lizzie gave her some pills that her mom was taking. Hmm. After she had her stroke or whatever. And we all um, see how she turned out. Dead. Yeah, she died. So, <laughs> yeah. But that's another reason why I was like, oh, maybe she killed the mom as well. But anyway, um, it all sort of got leading up to Charlotte being crazy. Because it also, so the bottle says like hallucinations. Yeah. And it says, um, don't mix with alcohol. You'll get side effects, blah, 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 blah. And she starts pumping these into Lizzie, who was already feeling ill because they're hungover. But the hangover would have been fine, <clears> right? This is a next fucking level. So then we find out then while Lizzie was eating her fucking guts in a bowl, um, Charlotte was stealing a meat cleaver from the place. And then as she gets on the gets on the bus, she does that thing like, oh, there's a bug on her jacket, but there is no bug. So she's putting like bugs into Lizzie's mind. Mm. And then as Lizzie gets sick, she is helping her. Like she's trying to, you know, get the bus to stop and she's doing yeah. all these things. But then we see that when Lizzie got sick on the bus, there was no maggots in it. When she no. got sick on the street, there was no maggots. There was no bugs in her arm at all. But yeah, Charlotte obviously gave her this knife and she cut off her wrist. So we kind of find out that this was all choreographed by Charlotte. 
um, and to end up with her cutting off her own hand. Um, but I kind of got an idea that she didn't want to kill Lizzie because she was Googling how to make a tourniquet, um, yeah. which is the thing that like the thing that you would wrap Stops around the wound blood yeah, and stuff like that to stop it. So like if she wanted to kill her, she would probably just maybe have her chop off her own head or something. I don't know. But I mean, like you're not going to like attempt to kill someone by chopping off their hand. And, yeah. But then she's obviously Googling how to make a tourniquet. So how do I actually stop the bleeding? Because I know where this is going in her own mind. It's her own plan. But then fucking Lizzie's life obviously gets turned upside down because she gets found on the side of the road, covered in blood, drugged out of her mind. And she gets back to Anton's house. Yep. Just, oh my God, my notes were so crazy. Like looking back into the stuff I was writing, like it was just like nonsensical because I didn't quite understand what was happening. It's like <laughs> ING, what is honing? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> this was all a plan by Charlotte and like exclamation marks and it's insane because like, <laughs> I'm always like making like plot points and then I was like I don't even know what to write like it was like oh damn like it's just messy <laughs> and it's, it's like, like oh, I'll just oh. delete that <laughs> it says oh there was no bugs oh damn Charlotte you dark as fuck <laughs> I'm just like writing whatever's in my head at the time so um this is what went on. And Lizzie rocks up back at the house with no hand. And she tells everybody. So she knows that it was all Charlotte's like mm. fault now because Charlotte abandoned her basically. Yeah. She's like, Charlotte this. fucked off. Like, yeah. It's like three weeks later or something. It's like, yeah, Charlotte <laughs> yeah, three weeks later. the country. <laughs> Charlotte left the country. But well, she left her once she knew she was in the hospital. So she wrapped mm. up her wound, stayed with her until like, I don't know. Oh, I think she did have signal on her phone because that was another thing. She was like, yeah, oh, I'll call did. someone. And she's yeah. like, oh, she's there's, like, oh no there's no signal. signal. It was like full bars. Yeah. As we see in the second version, there was full bars. Um, so maybe she called an ambulance or whatever at that point. But she stayed with Charlotte or stayed with Lizzie until she did get um into a hospital. So she knew she was going to be fine. And then she fucked off then back to the States or wherever they are. Um, so what they all knew that was Charlotte. Charlotte drugged her because the drugs were obviously in her system. It wasn't fucking ibuprofen. She was hallucinating, um, tripping balls, basically. So and she um cut off her own hand but then um anton and paloma they're like well you can't live here anymore yeah <laughs> so, so goodbye she's we like, have no room for you hello hello i had to google what this was because i hear this word like sporadically and i was like oh i wonder what that is because when she turns around paloma turns around her and it's like basically this isn't a house of convalescence and i was like what's that mean <laughs> and then i was like oh that's somebody that's recovering from an injury or something i was like oh <laughs> i thought you'd just be like yeah. i thought convalescence was like i was mixing like convalescent and like transient up <laughs> you know like oh okay. you're just here and there yeah it's not like it was it's a it's one of those fancy words you're like oh convalesce well aren't you posh Mm, you know? Yeah. Basically, she's saying this isn't. She's saying get the fuck out. Get out of here. This isn't the place. Like, like we're an academic facility, and you are no use to us now because you've yeah, no bye. hands. You can't pay yeah. So that's the end of that. But she I was like, thought, like she's like, I'll scrub the toilets. I was like, but what? Your stump? Like, what are you going to do? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Captain Hook going around the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! At this point now, I thought I was always trying to predict where it was going in my head and every single time I was wrong at this point I was like maybe now she's going to get like a prosthetic hand and she's going to be an even better celloist 
you know, and it's going to well, be the like rivalry is going to intensify now. Yeah, but I was like, she's going to be a hero now. You know, she can. She's going to play cello with. Well, this is. It's only the strumming hand. I don't know really how to play the cello, so I don't know if they're of equal importance. But I'd imagine the fingers hand does all the work, and the strumming hand just does the the back and forth motions. Right? I'm trying yeah, to like play I'd, cello. Yeah, but I imagine if you were like if you only had like a hook for a hand, it's not going to work that well. Well, maybe like... not a hook. Maybe like an actual like prosthetic hand. You know that you can hold the thing, hmm. and your other hand does all the rocking, and you just do the <laughs> swiping. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you said robotic hand. It just reminds me of like that video that you always see, like come up on Facebook every so often. <laughs> the guy with the robot hand, and he's just like that. <laughs> it just won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Well, let's I, move on. I thought she. I thought oh she God, was going to end up like. <laughs> Dying. I'm dying. <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> well, I thought she was going to be a hero prosthetic player. <clears throat> and in the end, obviously, she's not because they're kicking her out. There's no hope for Lizzie. Yeah, the they're world. like, bye. <laughs> yeah, basically. And I was like, okay, this is so harsh. Like, poor Lizzie. She didn't deserve any of this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, now she's homeless. <laughs> yeah, now she's homeless. She's no hand. Like, she's no career. Everything's gone. So that's when Lizzie decides to get revenge. And I was like, okay, now we're getting into a rivalry. A really fucking extreme one. But anyway, here we are. So now she's going to get revenge. So she finds out where Lizzie lives. No, sorry. She finds out where Charlotte lives. And she rocks up and she has a taser. I don't know where she gets a taser from. It seems quite menacing the way that Charlotte's chopping the tomato. It's very... Like everything's very chopping wet. a tomato menacing. Yeah, but tomatoes very are wet. wet. Like, no, but it's like extra wet. And it's like, you know, in your mind, you're like, someone's getting stabbed, you know. The tomato told me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very menacing way to chop that tomato. She was. She <laughs> was cooking fair, she very was like, perfectly. She was like cooking dinner in the dark. So, I mean, like, yeah, it's also, she was chopping a tomato in the dark. I mean, <laughs> Like for why do people that, in horror movies do everything in the dark? Like I know, like so for weird. that level of brightness, I'm sure that's like legally mm. blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was a weird scene, but Lizzie rocks up with a taser and uh, beats her up in her house. How does she get in? She How does she know where hand. she lives? I don't know she any of this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's getting quite used to the stump, it would seem. So it's three weeks. How used to it could she yeah, get? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. But then she steals Lizzie. She shoves Lizzie into the back of her car and she brings Lizzie back to Anton. Um, and they separate them. So Paloma and Charlotte, Paloma and Lizzie are having a conversation. Sorry, I'm getting confused. Charlotte's the one in the back of the car. Lizzie yeah. stole Charlotte, brought Charlotte back in the back of the car to Anton. Yes. And then Charlotte's having a conversation with Anton. And he's like, why would you help her? Like, he, or she, he, she says, like, I wasn't trying to hurt her. I was trying to help her. And he's like, yeah. by cutting her hand off. And he's like, yeah, I was trying to save her from you. And then, and then we're like, whoa, this is not the movie we thought it was going to be. Yeah. Then it goes back into a flashback of young Charlotte. And she's playing in like the big... um 
the room, room. The, yeah, the but he says it's like perfectly the, perf- um, the acoustics are perfect. Acoustics, yeah, the acoustics are perfect. So it's a really great, much like this podcast, room. the best acoustics, yeah. the best acoustics. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never hear better audio than ours, crisp. <laughs> <laughs> best audio so um what was i talking about oh yeah so it's really dark though because i think up until then we're kind of like okay so anton is like he's their mentor he's their teacher like i had no idea that anton was going to be a pedophile like yeah you know what i mean i didn't think it was going this way at all and i was like well my pedo pedo radar is obviously fucking way off way off but um but it never it never struck me as weird that all of his like prodigies were all young girls you know what I mean I think it's because he had a wife I think I felt better about it because he had a wife that I was like maybe if he was a single man I'd be like yeah there's no boys but yet all the people bar Paloma are men yeah I don't really know where the two men come from like I'm guessing they're they're like other yeah they're like other teachers because we see it when Lizzie's walking around oh yeah and she says like oh i could be a teacher even and mm. he's like oh we already have enough teachers blah 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 so yeah i would assume that they're teachers but the men are teachers and the students are young girls but i never found that odd <laughs> until the end no like it, no only now that you're saying it like i didn't it yeah didn't really now it's really obvious right i mean now <clears throat> it's like why is he like i don't know he doesn't teach boys, and the fact, so he teaches girls. And also going back to like the recital at the start where he's like oh the person who wins this now they're all like 12 year olds it's like the person who mm. wins this comes to live for four years all free of charge and it's like well of course because you're raping them every day yeah like but of at course the time, you're say yeah, but at the time, but then again, like kind of going back to what we were saying about like Harvey Weinstein and stuff was like, um, you know, he was picking his favorite girls and mm. that's all, that's the same thing that Anton was doing. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like a lot of parallels to be made. But anyway, um, we kind of only get to that point now of the movie where we're sort of told, seeing it from like young Charlotte and mm. like all this like mental torture first about like you know you have to perform correctly we don't make mistakes blah blah yeah. blah, blah and then I was kind of like in my notes I was like is he a, is he a pedophile and then but I was like no no maybe I'm jumping into this too weird because it didn't say that it was just he was a bit weird and then suddenly he's naked so yeah that it, was it then because it's that like they're it all sitting just like the audience of like the two other teachers is there like some other old guy as well or my I don't know. Mixed. I thought it was just the two old men. I think it is just the know. two and then Anton. Maybe I'm mixed up anyway. Mm. But it just like flashes to him then just strolling up to the stage naked. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. But once, yeah, when he was strolling up naked, but he was said something like, oh, you have to pay the consequences or whatever. Mm. And she's like, okay. But and that's like, what it, he did. Yeah. If you didn't think it was weird up until this point, and now it gets fucking weird. Yeah. So basically he brings these girls in. He says that they're like rare talents or whatever. So he does find like talented musical girls, but then he makes them perform to like a ridiculously high level in that if they make a single mistake when they're playing, they get raped. raped. Yeah. But it seems that they get raped by the other men as well. Yeah. Oh, it's all of them. Yeah. Like it's the three men because later on obviously when she's like older and it happens like at the end or whatever then you know the three men are there and it's you know so they're gross. all part of it like obviously it's so gross but it's so gross the way the chair tilts it's like ugh. 
Yeah, yes. yeah. It's it's just a big rape room, like yeah. basically, it's just a big rape jail of sort of what this chair yeah, is. Pretty much. So, yeah, but it's really, but the girl is obviously kind of like the young girls are set up to kind of fail, like in this mm. environment. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like a a good learning environment. Obviously, like you know, he wants them to fail because he's got to rate them. So. Yes, yeah. you know, his goal, his end game, really. But that's sort of what kind of comes out at this point. And then Lizzie and Anton kind of have this big like raging battle. Um, and it ends up not Lizzie, sorry, Charlotte and Anton end up in this like battle. And Charlotte then ends up tied to this chair again, but she's all dressed all fancy, everyone's wearing yeah. tuxedos. It's quite a classy affair. Um, the rape, and, but yes, except for the rape, obviously. And you know, she's like chained to a chair, and the chair tilts back, and it's like it's, it's her very arms disturbing. are tied up as well, but you can't see what they're tied by. But they're yeah, like the arms confused well. me. I think it's into the on, into the walls at the side, but like you can't see mm. that the arms are tied. But she's hardly holding her arms up like that. Like, why would you do that? You know, like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, help yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, the, ar- the arms confused me because like they are down, but they're obviously hooked, you know, and maybe there's like things that they can, they maybe they can like tighten it or something like that. So her yeah, arms they, I think they pull her arms because she is forced to mm. play, isn't she? Yeah. And well, she's like, I won't. Or she's like, do it to me instead of the other kid. Yeah, because he says that, like, oh, okay, for this one, if you mess up, it won't be you paying the price. I'm going to rape this little girl instead, basically. Mm. So then, but if she doesn't play, then he's going to rape the girl. So she has to play and play perfectly or else he's going to rape this this little child. Like, it's just so disturbing. Like, it was really, really dark. But anyway, we're missing a massive part of the story. A little, well, kind of. Um, Because Lizzie is also still here. And you know, Lizzie is now it seems to be part of Anton's sort of group yeah. now. Going and they're all like she wants bitch. her revenge. Yeah, she wants her revenge on Lizzie or on Charlotte for doing like obviously getting her whole hand cut off or whatever. Um, so she's now like part of the audience and she's like, Yeah, living for this now. Um, and then Charlotte plays, but she makes a mistake. And Anton says, Oh, I was never gonna rape that girl, I'm just gonna rape you instead. So, <laughs> well, like, what he says Lovely. is like, I'm not going to rape her now. He says like, she hasn't done her training, basically. Like, I can't rape this girl. It would be ridiculous. She's not. She hasn't done. She hasn't got her tattoo. She hasn't been in the chair yet. So he's not saying that I'm not going to rape a girl. He's just saying I'm not doing it yet. You know. I wonder what the tattoo is meant to represent. Like, is it? Yeah, meant- I don't know. Yeah, because it's not clear, but Charlotte does say, like, oh, I seen Lizzie's tattoo, so I knew what she had gone through. So I wonder, is it like, oh, this is your tattoo for, like, achieving the perfection? I think it's maybe a tattoo that, like, his best girls get or, like, the best Mm. students get. So, like, Charlotte was the best student. Like, Charlotte was obviously the best student, and she went through all this to become the best student in a way and she got this tattoo so maybe seeing the other tattoo knows that and she obviously knows that Lizzie is his best student at the moment that she had to go through all the same stuff and in a way that it makes them because like he says like it's like punishment so he kind of makes it out to be like this is for your own good you need to play perfect or this is the consequence so in her head like she's like oh well I mean this is like, cause she said, she said she was like brainwashed and even like Lizzie was like kind of 
too caught up mentally to see what it was actually doing. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. he was actually raping them. Like, so, um, I think maybe that's kind of what the tattoo meant, but it's never really said. It's just sort of assumed that it's all part of like, yeah, it just it flashes in like two or three times. Yeah. It's kind of it. Yeah, basically. Um, but then obviously she doesn't to make a mistake or whatever. The little girl's taken out. And then he says something. He leaves the room. He says, look, you guys have her now and let me know when she stops biting or something like that. So obviously that's what she used to do as a kid mm. was to bite him to get him to go leave her alone because he obviously knew that, like, but anyway, which is really dark. But anyway, Lizzie comes up and says, basically, like, this is where my notes are so fucked up as well. <laughs> Anytime this whole weird stuff just... I didn't know what to write. Like, I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so she, It's like, oh, oh, I love how she says, I hope your cunt can handle it. I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, Christ. Cause, yeah, because she says, oh, look, let me go first or whatever. And like, it looks like then she's going to kind of rape her with the stump. Um, <laughs> and... But really, I'm not laughing after rape. I'm laughing at like the stump, the way you're saying it, because it's just gross. (laughs) It's just well, like the way that she does it, like the like it's it's a weird scene. Like the whole thing is really really disturbing. Um, it's really dark. But it turned out that Lizzie actually poisoned the men because at the exact moment they both fall dead, um, or asleep or whatever. I don't know, but they're gone. And then her and Charlotte are snogging the face off each other. And it's like, what the yeah. fucking fuck yes. is fucking happening? <laughs> what is going on? Like, damn. And Twists then and turns. So, so my notes are so weird. First of all, it's like, okay, so now she's going to be raped by Lizzie and the two men. And then it's, what the hell is happening? Oh, Lizzie poisoned them. What the hell is happening? Oh, they teamed up. Okay, yes, living for this now. <laughs> 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 like, it was just... So weird. Okay, so then back we go from when she broke into her house. Lizzie breaks into Charlotte's house and Lizzie could kill Charlotte, but then says, look, what you actually said was right. And then we go back again and we see Lizzie and Charlotte on the side of the road. And Charlotte says, look, I'm sorry. I had to do this. You have to see what he does. This is the only way he's not going to want you anymore. You're going to go back. He's not going to be there for you, but I will. I'll help you. I'll be here for you. Blah, 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 blah. So it's not about revenge. It's not about her being jealous at all. It's not about any of that. And then Charlotte, obviously, or Lizzie kind of says, you were right. He, he was kicking me out. You know, it's not, he obviously just wanted me for music. He doesn't care about me or anything. Um, and then they're obviously realizing that he's been raping them for their entire childhood. So, mm. and they formulate a plan that they're going to go back and they're going to basically destroy his life instead. And they do. And they kill Paloma. They stab her in the back. She wets herself. Is that, do people wet themselves after they get stabbed? I just assumed they had poisoned her first because they did say, oh, she was so out of it. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. Can I just go onto like just a little side note here? Again, yes, what what ages, what age are they supposed to be? Because we know that Charlotte left four years ago to look after her mother because they mentioned four years. I thought it was 10 and years. Was it 10 she years? Says, I think so. Cause she was like, Oh, in one of the speeches, 
that Anton says like, oh, she's back after a decade. So I think right. it was okay. 10 years. This clears up my whole point because okay. it's like, because <laughs> I was saying. She's uh, aged a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, not even that. I was like, that would make Lizzie like 17. If it was only like that amount mm. of time. I was like, mm, that doesn't seem no. right. <laughs> I so, think okay. like Charlotte's supposed to be about, because I think she was 13 when she left and she came back later when she was, so maybe she's like 23, 24. Yeah. And then. Um, because they I spent think, four years in the school. And yeah. so that to me, that was, because uh, remember it was like uh, Lizzie started when Tingy left. Oh, yeah. So Lizzie said she was nine or something like that. Mm. And Charlotte was 13. So then when they come back 10 years later, Lizzie is 23 and Charlotte is what? 19? Something like that. So, okay. Sorry, the other way around. Charlotte's 23, Lizzie's 19. Yeah, Um, so it must be then it's 10, it must be 10 years then after. But even still. He said something about a decade. Yeah. So, Mm. um, yeah, it's, it's a while away. Yeah, they were like they're all they were children then and they're young people now. So um so then basically we kind of understand a bit more. So now they've gone back, their whole plan was to basically get Anton back. So then there's a whole big fight scene, and I'm like, okay, so they've just you know killed him. There's like stabbings and all of this going on. Charlotte's arm gets absolutely annihilated. Yeah, the arm thing again. There's two oh, it's a bit gory, horrible it? arm scenes. <laughs> like it just looked awful. Like you see the knife going through her arm. It yeah. really just really freaked me out. I literally yelled. I've never yelled at a movie <laughs> before. And I watched this. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon. It is quite like, graphic, that part, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I was like, like, oh my God. My poor like, neighbor's did, got an absolute did, fright. Like when Lizzie chopped off her hand, you don't really see much. I think they even cut no. away so you don't see it. But for her fucking Charlotte, I see her arm getting like fucking eaten by a fucking dog. Yeah. Her arm gets really annihilated. It's really mm. bad. But the other arm bit though is where the bugs are crawling out of the arm and you can see them oh, like yeah. piercing the skin. Like that's really hard to watch. Like that was a really, really graphic scene. Um, and then obviously my notes again were like, Jesus, this is graphic. And then in capital letters, oh my God, thank God it's over. Um <laughs> Like that was hard. Like that, but literally, when I'm watching these, I'm just like tapping away. Like I'm not. I'm just like literally anything that comes into my head. I'm just writing down. So sometimes I read back and I'm like, whoa, I was really going through something. Like <laughs> I was like in a weird state of mind. Like, um, and then the last scene though is really, really disturbing. Yeah. Like because the girls are now like duetting together. So obviously on the one um, cello because they're both handless yeah. and armless. Yeah, because Charlotte's arm has been destroyed. So Charlotte's right arm. Okay, I don't uh, know which. No, arm Charlotte's is which left now. arm. Charlotte's left arm and Lizzie's right hand. Okay, yes. So yeah, because <clears throat> she's so Charlotte's doing the strumming mm. with her good arm, her right arm, and Lizzie's doing the and then she's doing placements. the yeah because one's lost an arm and one's lost a hand, so they've combined their skills now and their duetting human centipede yeah it is i mean (laughs) they're not sewn together but yes um but then it kind of shows what they've done to anton and it's really really gruesome yeah like they didn't kill him they're actually purposely keeping him alive yeah he's on like some ventilator or something 
But like, why isn't he like a bloody mess? Like he's all like stitched up quite nicely. She knows how to use like a tourniquet. Yeah, she, yeah, fair enough. She knows how to use a tourniquet. So but like, fair. have they like stitched his mouth and eyes closed? Or yeah, like it looks like he's no eyes and no mouth. But like, where's the blood? Like, unless they like, I don't know. Cartarized the wounds and just like burnt them. But like, why did they chop off like his legs and arms from like elbow and knee? Maybe to keep him alive because mm. this isn't the like like really important arteries in your thighs Maybe, and your upper yeah. arms. So if they chop off like the bottom limbs and do the the mouth and the eyes and keep him alive, he'll still live. But that's even worse than dying. You know what I mean? Because he's just existing. Like he's just yeah, and it's awful. Like, and obviously he'd know all the pain, and it's horrible. But like the last bit where he's just, he's just kind of like squirming in the chair or whatever, and like <laughs> all his I limbs always, are trying to move. It's really dark. I always think like how because you see like throughout it where like Lizzie is sitting down and she's looking at her non-hand anymore but I always do wonder I'm like how do they do that how do they make it and like delete the hand out like I know obviously it's like CGI and stuff it's like how the fuck do they do it everyone yeah I know yeah but I mean I don't know but that's basically the whole that is it and it's only an hour and 30 as well so it's pretty yeah It's really short. It's an hour and a half, which is great. Um, and maybe the first 20 minutes, it's just sort of like building up. But then mm. it's suddenly just like, it's just like TNT. It just blows up. Yeah. And uh, the whole story is in your face. And there's hands missing and arms being completely slashed off. And God, it's dark. It's a really, really dark movie. Like, it's not about rivalry at all. It's about no two girls getting back at a rapist. It was an interesting listener pick as well, because this season has been mad. Like we've been doing all kinds of weird thrillers and all kinds of things. We've had like girls dying in Croatia. Then we had, um, did we do Deadly Cuts this season? Yeah, that's another gory one. So like we've we've had like a good kind of uh, mix. It's been a mixed bag. Yeah, it's been quite a mixed bag. And then there was the one that we did, the Megan Fox one, that was quite gory as well, on the ice. Um, And then, like, next week... A lot of death. Not giving anything away for next week because it's a surprise, but next week is a complete, total departure yet again from what we're doing. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, So I suppose, look, we'll wrap up the L perfection before we sort of talk about next week. I won't tell you what we're doing, but anyway... Um, so I suppose that's pretty much the perfection. So if we can have your rating, please, Robert. So it is the perfection, and I'm going to go with an eight. Yeah, similar from me. Um, I'm actually gonna give it a nine though. Wow. Um, yeah, it's quite because I really I liked it. I really liked it, but I didn't like it for the same reasons that I like normal movies. Like it's not like I could say, oh, it's so funny and it's so this and it's Romeo and Michelle. Like it's not a normal movie for me, but I liked mm. it in that the impact that it sort of it, had. You walk away it and you think an about impression. It. Yeah, you think about this movie a lot, and I kind of love the way it's written. I think it's really, really clever. I think the acting in it is absolutely brilliant. And um, so for me, it, it does need to be a high rating because it's like it's not something that I'm going to forget. Like, I mean, this is no. this is a really, really well written movie. And I think that I love the way like you're you're not told anything. It really keeps its uh, 
keeps the story quite hidden until you mm. get there. And then, you know, but that makes it for really interesting movie. And it's quite a hard thing to achieve in terms of movies, like yeah. a kind of like small feeding, not even just feeding the audience small bits of information, but also completely throwing them off the scent and thinking like, oh, it's a virus when it's fucking hallucinogenic drugs. You I know feel what I mean? like, like stuff like that. It's definitely one. I, I I would imagine it would be like a definite kind of movie that somebody who is doing film studies would want to watch to discuss because there's yeah. so much content to it. So, so many undertones, so many meanings. So like, as you said, so many parallels to real life situations. Um, yeah. So like, I, I, like there's a definite value for watching this movie. That's not just for like your enjoyment or for, like it's not it's not a funny movie, so you're not sitting there laughing your ass off. But definitely, you you come away from this movie different as to how you went in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that sort of impression on an audience is really difficult to achieve. You have to have everything correct. You have to have a really good screenplay. You have to have really good dialogue. You have to also film it in a type of way that is misleading and you have to have an absolute winning cast to pull it all off. And in some of the stuff we were saying earlier on, like all like the sort of double acting that has to go on um, in a way that leads the audience to believe one thing when actually the character is also playing another side of a character that's actually doing something else. And like, it's, it's really, really clever in the way that it does it. And I think that it's, it's, it's just, it's really good. Like, it's gory, of course it is. It's it's, mm. but it's shocking in this really dark way. And I I love a bit of a dark movie now, you know. Um. So yeah, for me it's a it's a nine, which is nice, nice and high. So I suppose that's that's for me. I mean, it for me it was a complete emotional roller coaster, and uh, <laughs> it's, it is quite good. But um, it is seventeen out of twenty from us today but we knew Which this was going to be a high scoring one yeah. like I mean this whole season has been just absolute <laughs> mega movies like it's been unreal so next week is our finale and we won't be telling you what we're doing because it is a surprise but I'll give you a hint in that it's um fun it's fun it's uh it's flamboyant relevant. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit out there, but it's Definitely. relevant to what's, cur- yeah. what's um, currently what's going to, to go happening. on. Yeah, yeah, on an annual basis, um, which I'm very excited about. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to next week. But next week is going to be our finale and we're finishing up um, season four. And we're finishing on like, I mean, it's it's going to be quite a light note. There won't be any hands cut off. It's going to be no. really fun, frisky use of color, you know. But definitely there may be some rivalry. That might oh, be yeah. the only thing that we might keep that theme. Yeah. Um, basically, yeah. But um, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So, you know, come back next week anyway, and we can have a nice out chat and we'll reveal our mystery episode. I really hope I don't hate it. I really, really hope I don't hate it. <laughs> you won't. You won't hate it. I can tell you're going to like it. Have you seen um, it? It's one of my picks. So, yeah, I have seen it. Rob's okay. never seen it and uh, I've seen it. I could tell you it's good. So you're going to okay, have a great right. time. Everyone's going to have a great time next week. So definitely come back and see what so, the hell we're talking about. Here is a tiny hint. If you want to get ahead, it's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cruel. Everything we've had is on Netflix. And also everything is on Netflix. So 
Um, yeah, that's true. It's on Netflix and uh, it's relevant um, for an annual event that's coming up shortly. So, um, yeah, look, I suppose we'll leave it there, guys. Come back next week. We're going to have a great out chat about this movie now, yes. which I'm going to absolutely love. Um, obviously, don't forget to give us that five star rating and let us know what you think about this movie. I feel like I need to know as many opinions about. Yeah, I think we need to get like a possible. discussion. We need a discussion yeah, board. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, I'm going to start up like a like a fan forum board just for yeah. this movie, um, because I need to know more. I want to like I'm, I don't know. I feel like it's just such it's just such a brilliant brilliant movie um, for many reasons, and I, I want to know what you think. Yeah, like let us know if you've already seen it before or if it's one you're now going to watch. Yeah, send us in, drop us a message. You know, we love to see it. Um, but look guys come back next week anyway and we can chat about it there also get onto our Instagram at Girly Movie Night you can also email us at girlymovienight at gmail.com and uh, I suppose we'll leave it there and we'll chat to you guys next week thanks guys bye bye bye